0: episode number 379.
1: When I give you the correct strategies for hiring and firing and establishing your core values, that's going to add strength to all of those business development strategies that we'll work on. If I just take you straight to the business development and you don't work on you, right. you're going to end up like repeating the cycle of chaos.
0: Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis tall and Hop, where we talk about life, social media and business well hello and welcome to the b-roll show with travis to tall and huff folks you know your boy is always fired up ready to bring you some uh, fuego in your days nights weekends or whatever you are listening to the show today but after this show i think you're going to want to think about how you pivot and slay in life. If you're, especially if you're an entrepreneur, how you uh, you reinvent yourself, transform yourself. And in some cases by uh, needs, uh, 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 we were talking about this with the, you know, things that happened the last couple of years, you've had to pivot. If you didn't, you didn't survive. And so it's so important for businesses to constantly be thinking about that as technology is on the rise and as so many new uh, things are coming at us. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jessica Dennehy, Jessica, are you ready to be real? I am
1: so ready. Thank you for
0: having me. Absolutely, Jessica. I I love the the pivot and slay mentality because it's so important for people to remember the slay part. The slay part is that put in the work and we're going to get your definition of that, but you can't just pivot. You got to then put in the work and uh, back up that pivot. Uh, But in some cases, you've got to pivot and the pivot was such a great move that it transformed not only your life, your business, uh, but the business is now even stronger going through tougher times because you did. Pivot. I know uh, my customer did uh, DoorDash restaurants, so, like all these fees and all that stuff. And I get it, I get it. But they became like the number one brunch option on DoorDash, a small restaurant chain in California, right? In California, um, and, uh, and and they they well overwhelmed their sales because that's a whole new level a level of business coming in that they didn't have, uh, and it's just walking in. Real easy to service. They just pick it up, and they obviously split the fee. But hey, it, it, it tremendously made their business way stronger by doing a simple pivot, like just say, "Oh, I'll do DoorDash, or I'll do you know uh, uh, online ordering, or I'll do Uber Eats, or wherever." Um, so your history, just so you know a little bit about Jessica, is uh, a Wall Street regulator. So we'll get into that, and then uh, you know, basically turned into an entrepreneur started her company, Pivot and Slay, and basically now is helping entrepreneurs get through those challenges, reinvent themselves. Uh, Were you always into entrepreneurship? Were you always into business as a kid even?
1: No, not really. I mean, I was into business and in that I wanted to work on Wall Street, but I always wanted to be a lawyer. And wow. what ended up happening is I guess I just naturally have this entrepreneurial spirit. I'm always searching for more, searching for the answers, searching to do stuff on my own. I don't really like authority that much, is the truth of it. So I felt really caged on Wall Street because. Not only does Wall Street have a lot of rules and regulations, but being a lawyer has a lot of rules and regulations. And I just felt really caged. And so I kind of dipped my toe into entrepreneurship um, in a a weird and unusual circumstance. And then it took off from there and I could never have looked back. Once I, I left, I was, you know, I felt free. And now I love to live a life of freedom on my terms, you know, like freedom to do what I want with who I want the clients that I want working in the way that is best suited for me and bringing my authentic self to the table every day. So it's a beautiful thing.
0: So important to, 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 if you are in doing something you don't love and then there's so many different options out there, right? Even if you're at a high level like you were uh, as a regulator of the wall street, which is, I'm sure has a lot of uh, interest uh, desire as far as the, you know, the intrigue of it, learning about it. And then at some point you're like, I don't want to do this every day, you know, uh, or, you At this point, let's just be real. Had you not pivoted in your own life, you wouldn't be the same person. So there's a point to where, uh, you know, making that that choice for yourself. And then the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship, Jessica, is the time, right? Like we control our time. We know that the markets open at certain times and they close at certain times. And I'm sure there's a lot of different stuff around that. Um, But you get to control your time each day.
1: Yeah. Time freedom is a huge reason why I left because I was starting a family and I just didn't like to have to be caged at my desk during certain hours of the day because I know I work more efficiently than other people. So I could do what I needed to do in a shorter time frame because I'm focused. Right. And so I right. wanted the freedom to work around my schedule, fit everything I wanted in, go away when I want, enjoy my life because so many people are just in the hustle all the time. And life doesn't have to be that way. Owning a business doesn't mean you have to be in the business for the rest of your life. You know, I teach my clients how to ascend to the role of CEO so that they can actually delegate and enjoy freedom and still run a successful business and have a really successful career because you can have it all, but you have to know how to do it the right way.
0: So, so important. And then, so tell me about the the first opportunity or the first couple opportunities when you got that shot. You just said, hey, this is it. I'm going for it. Uh, uh, What were the opportunities? What were some of the opportunities that you got in the beginning?
1: Well, it started out as not being my journey, but I was kind of on a journey with my husband at the time. Now we're divorced. But we own this company together still. It's called Mad Men Barbershop. And he was out of work and he was like, we were about to have a baby. We just bought a house. And he's like, I need a job. I have this great idea. Would you invest in it? So I went in as an investor in the barbershop. We, it was like a high-end barbershop idea that he had. It wasn't 10 years ago. That wasn't a thing. Now it's more up and coming, but then it wasn't a thing. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is a great idea. So I kept working on Wall Street for two years while he built out the business and I was just kind of funding it. Right. But in the meantime, I was going to the shop, helping him design it. I was Mm. learning about the business and I started to really love it. And the business took off. And at one point, two years later, we looked at each other and we're like, we can make this huge if we both go all in. And at that point, I left my nine to five and I went all in on the business and we grew that business together. And that's when the bug just took over me. I mean, I just Mm. loved being an entrepreneur. It was so much risk, but it was so exciting. We bootstrapped all of the shops. We had three. We sold one uh, last year, but we scrapped them all. We grew it. We went overseas. I mean, we did so much stuff. And then I thought to myself, man, I could teach other people how to do this because now I live this amazing life where I get to be around my kids when I want. I get to work with clients that I like and not just have to take. And there's just so much freedom out there if you go and grab it.
0: Right. So then that takes me into the the uh, type of uh, clients that you enjoy working with or like to work with, because that's a big part, right, in the coaching game. And the uh, yeah, uh, you want to make sure that you're not just wasting time with people that are going to just be you know fluffing around, and then you also want to make sure that you're you know in it with someone that's serious about it. They're not going to just be doing it with one month and then gone another month and things like that. I think that's a big part of it too, right?
1: A hundred percent. I need an action taker. I need someone who, you know, not everybody is coachable. It's someone who's very eager to grow and scale their business so that they could really become the CEO and stop working inside the business and work on the business, pushing forward the brand vision for the company instead of doing all of the things at the lowest layer. Because we find ourselves wearing so many hats as entrepreneurs. The thing is, if you don't start to delegate those smaller tasks to more, um, specialized individuals, you don't get to work on the larger vision that actually creates a company, right? right? So you could be a solopreneur and work alone at the business, wearing all the hats, doing all the things, and you will work your life away, just like you did at your nine to five. The way that you can ascend and become the visionary leader of your company is to properly delegate, which takes confidence. It takes Mm. risk-taking. It takes showing up as your authentic self. And so those are the people I love to work with the most, the ones who want that, they just don't know how to execute it.
0: Got you. It makes total sense. And they need a coach basically to help them uh, get through those uh, tough times, get through those those moments of uh, where we can't think of the, the solution ourselves in many ways. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: an outside perspective is always really helpful because when it's your baby and your business, sometimes it's hard to see through the muck. And like I said, you're wearing so many hats. so. Also, when you hire a coach who's done this all before, you get to collapse time. You know, I've built my business over the course of the last decade. It took me a couple of years before I figured all this stuff out. So you could go at it on your own right. and waste a couple of years with all the trial and error. Or you can hire a coach like me and you can collapse time and slay your goals faster than you could on your own.
0: So important. How often do you usually work with your clients? Is there a weekly time or do you, uh, every client a little bit different?
1: I kind of customize my program to the client's needs. I have group coaching that goes on because it's nice to have some peers. We do one-to-one individualized sessions Mm -hmm. with just me and the client. I have a dashboard for them where they get like customized learning opportunities outside of our calls. So there's always room to reach out to me or have someone, you know, as a sounding board to you know, help you through whatever's going on that week. It's really customized to the person. Gotcha. And that's the beautiful thing about it because not everybody works the same way. And I'm all about honoring yourself as an individual, right? Because I think part of it is we open a business and we try to do all the things that everybody tells us to do. And we don't take into account that we are unique and mm-hmm. we bring our own like fun, shining light onto the brand, right? That's what gives the brand life. And if we don't honor ourselves the way that we specifically work, then we're fitting ourselves into someone else's, you know, someone else's brand. So to make your brand your own, you really have to honor who you are and work in a way that's best for you. And I want to give that to my clients. I want to give them the autonomy to fit within my program in a way that works the best for them.
0: Otherwise, they're going to not have success. Let's just be real. They're not going to even do anything with it, right? Correct. Yeah. Hey, there we go. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> what types of things are they, are, are they, are they wanting your help with? I mean, is it more self-development or is it a lot of the, the, the mindset, the strategies, the things you've already done to scale?
1: I use a mixture of all those things because gotcha. I could, I could give you business strategies all day long. Right. But if you're not showing up in a powerful confident way to your business mm. those strategies are not going to be as successful as they could be so i i utilize first we work on like some inner development personal development so that you You're showing up more confidently to the business because then when I give you the correct strategies for hiring and firing and establishing your core values, that's going to add strength to all of those business development strategies that we'll work on. If I just take you straight to the business development and you don't work on you, you're going to end up like repeating the cycle of chaos that can't before i started with you so i want to make sure that i leave you off in a way better position than you were before and that starts with you
0: so important so important i love that i love that uh but now we're about to take it, are you into our top 10 are you ready okay she's like what we didn't know let's go i don't know what that is but i'm ready. <laughs> you're ready you're ready apple or android apple apple netflix or youtube netflix Instagram or Facebook?
1: Instagram.
0: IG, give your uh, Instagram a shout-out, too, so we can send more followers there. At
1: the Jessica Dennehy.
0: There we go. There we go. Uh, chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal? Ooh, steak. Steak, laptop, or smartphone? Both. <laughs> both, there we go. <laughs> Hard to live without both. Hard to live without both these days. Uh, uh, Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify, movies or video games? Video games? Yeah, video games. Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books?
1: Reading.
0: Reading. When you're thinking about diversifying your portfolio, stocks or real estate? Real estate. Real estate. And if for uh cuz we all deserve that entrepreneurs, we don't do enough for ourselves uh uh vacation time comes and we're leaving on vacation today, oceans or lakes, where are you going to go? Ocean. Ocean. What ocean would you like to go to right now? You're out.
1: You're out of here. Mediterranean.
0: Yes. We just had a guest that said that recently, too. I said, yep, yeah, that's a one. That's a beautiful ocean. I right love
1: there. Europe. I do.
0: So beautiful. So beautiful. Uh hope eventually over time we'll be able to all travel a little more eventually over here uh, and get back to what the new normal is, uh, whatever that looks like. Uh, uh, when you're waking up in your day, in your morning, and you're getting yourself pumped, energized, ready for the day, why do you love being you?
1: Why do I love being me? I love being me because I enjoy just bringing fun to business. So many people are so serious. They take themselves so seriously. And when I show up as my fun, authentic self, it's almost disarming. Nobody knows what to do with that because they're like, wait, this is business. Yeah, I know business. Yeah, I'm smart, but I'm also fun. And that is okay. It's okay to be both.
0: It breaks down barriers too to have a little fun. Yeah. Breaks down barriers and... uh... You know, uh, keeps people on their toes as well, you know, to keep to have a little fun that's a real part of, uh, 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 I think of a great coach, you know, keeping people on your toes, keeping you, the dynamic there. But then like, just be real, we don't want to be sitting there just being born out of our minds. Listen to a chalkboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, no, you,
1: you have to be tough, but in a compassionate way too, because everything I say comes from a place of understanding. Cause I've been exactly where my clients are before. So right. I know what they need to do, but, and I'm going to keep them accountable, but I'm also going to let them do it in their way and mm. be true to who they are and make sure they have fun. Like one, my weekly accountability questions is how did you have fun this week? Because Ooh. I want to make sure you're not just hustle, hustle, hustle. That hustle mentality needs to be axed. We need to be multidimensional people so we're interesting. Otherwise, right. we're just robots.
0: Just money, money or whatever it is. X, Y, Z. and not, Nothing outside of that art, uh, creativity, uh, and like you said, fun. Just things that make you, you know, that don't necessarily equal dollars and cents. We just had a guest on. I said five fishing. I love fly fishing. A very successful entrepreneur loves getting out there and fly fishing. He lives in Denver, Colorado, easy to fly fish, maybe in that area. Um, but that just shows you that's something it that makes him fun, creative, different. And, uh, and, and he has a skill that you, he's, you know, he's learning and perfecting as, uh, in his life outside of money. It's like, you're getting so many opportunities to, to build your, uh, skills and, and, uh, so many things to learn that, uh, I, I just blows my mind when people don't do anything else. Like, how do you have any hobbies? How do you not have nothing you don't do, right? Nothing? You don't do anything else? You just go home and go to sleep and eat and that's it. Wake up and go to work <laughs> again it.
1: <what>? Okay. Well, <laughs> the thing is, if you're in business, right, you're selling something, whether that's yourself or a product and people like to buy from people they know and like and trust. Wow. And you build that trust by giving them a little bit of insight in, as to who you are as a person. So I'll put on my Instagram, the girls and I, we live near the beach. I have two daughters. We're always at the boardwalk. I show myself skateboarding with them. I show myself being silly with them, doing yoga on the beach, you know, like this is who I am. And it gives some people a reason to come back for more. So they learn more about me and my business and what I have to offer the world. It's a beautiful thing. and It's simple to do, but if you're in the hustle, you're never going to have that opportunity to showcase who you are.
0: Yeah, the most important thing is like I started the be real show is just be real. Don't think you have to be something that you're not. Don't think you have to make the perfect photo shoot and this and that. Just just showing what you oh, enjoy yeah. doing through stories and through so many different things that you can do now. Um it, it's so important. It just breaks through the barriers and people can get, you know, what? real easily understand who you are and, and your motivations through that content. Uh and, and there's no right. Post As someone that's been running a social media agency for 12 years now, uh, tons of different things, projects, clients, all stuff. We had viral posts. We've had non-viral posts and blah, blah, blah. There's just no right post. It's just about creating the post. It's about the activity. You
1: can't have any attachment to the likes because the thing is, if you're in business, you're on there to make money and get your message out. So just put your message out there. And if you get... Five likes, who cares? If you get hundred right. likes, who cares? I get po- like lifestyle posts; they always get more engagement, right? Absolutely. And then you'll you'll post something that's like a call to action. No one will engage, but guess what? Someone will probably buy something a from few it. Few people
0: does, yeah, exactly. I always say the same thing with the podcast. It's like the podcast could have one person listening, but it's the head of digital marketing for uh, Papa John's, and he's in control of you know fifty million dollars and blah blah blah, and that's just one listener. Let's just say. That's just one person, but they have such a big budget that anyone comes on the show. If that's a loyal listener, he can make moves on that product or service yeah. or et cetera, bigger than having a million listeners. For, you know, and, and vice versa, because business listeners uh, on podcast specifically, they tend to take action. They tend to want to. Make it absolutely. make it, you know, make make something happen. And they're not listening to this just for the fluff. They're listening to get some tactics and get some resources. Uh, and 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 sometimes it's, you know, helping them just, you know, give them a new idea or something that they just they, they don't find on their own. And so it's, it's a curated way of them learning without having to go do the research. And so uh, and
1: there's people watching you and listening to you that never engage with you ever. But absolutely. they are there and you're impacting them 100%. and you don't even know it. One it's the day, view. It's the view. Yeah. It's the listen.
0: Absolutely. It's true. It's uh, one of the most important things I used to educate people about in the social media space is it's all about the impression. Just like when you worked in TV, it was always about the impression. when I saw Oprah or i saw anything, it was always about an impression. It's the same thing on Facebook. It's the same thing on it. <laughs> Many times, the amount of impressions you deliver on your post, there's much, much more people that see it than clicked it, liked it, commented, just because a lot of us don't necessarily do that. We're just, we're seeing it. We're seeing it. And then a lot of times we're still impacted tremendously by that stuff. So never forget that. It's so important. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of coaching?
1: No, I'm going to always be pushing myself. Because this is what lights me up. I am happy doing this. And so I'm just going to keep pushing forward as long as they'll have me.
0: There you go. <laughs> Do you have a routine on starting your day? Do you have
1: a routine uh, to get your day going? Oh, my God. This is probably the most important thing I do. Yes. Every day I wake up, I go straight into cardio. I work out. Then I do my yoga, meditation, and gratitude every day. And then I have my coffee.
0: That's a perfect routine. Uh, How long does that usually take you?
1: Um, It goes probably about 90 minutes total.
0: But it's more important that to, to focus on that kind of stuff than to, to rush into the clients and fires and all the things we got to do as on. No,
1: I don't even touch my phone until that's over because that's my me time. That sets my foundation for the whole entire day. I am that's my true. best self after that. If I don't do that, you're not getting the best of me and I'm never going to give you anything less than the best. Well, bam, let's go.
0: Is there a skill you're trying to master right now or get better at?
1: I mean, I'm always trying to master something. Yeah. I'm trying to, under, I'm trying to get into real estate actually. That is my next thing that I'm learning about. So I hooked up with a friend that I met through this mastermind I'm a part of, mm-hmm. and he is coaching me on how to get my first real estate venture going. Nice.
0: Uh, what, what aspect of the business are you going to want to do? Do you like so I'm thinking flipping of doing- there's like Airbnb now there's so many different things you can do. I'm
1: going to I try to get on the Airbnb action before it's too late and then uh I don't know what will happen after that. We'll see. I think that's yeah beginning.
0: Airbnb is it's incredible. My friends that are in the business said that they you can get two to three times the revenue that you would get off a normal tenant. So yeah you know and, and then sometimes it could be much higher that based on the location based on etc. Um you know obviously uh location is probably key, right? Like if you're in a destination yeah. of travel or things like that. Yeah. One of the uh, gentlemen I was listening to, cause I, I had, uh, had him on the show in the sports car business, but he's also an investor in Airbnbs and all these different real estate things down in San Diego, which is not a cheap place to live. If you've ever been down there, not cheap down there. It's like a million dollars for anything. He said, Hey, don't go out buy a million dollar place. Go buy a nice cabin somewhere it made sense i like go buy a cabin somewhere because cabins get a lot of traffic people going skiing hiking, uh laking you know summertime wintertime travel people trying to book just to have a family gathering and uh but he was explaining the price he can get like three cabins for like one little shack if you want to call it and and you know and it's not too far away from him to manage it all so it made sense i was like "Eh, it actually makes a lot of sense uh you know focus on more of the, the travel destinations instead of like a, a, you know a location in san diego which is gonna it's cost you a pretty penny even for a little shack out there same um, in new
1: york yeah 100%. right
0: oh my god i can only imagine yeah exactly um do you have a favorite app or a tool that you enjoy using on your business or just in life
1: and my favorite app for my business well i use Kajabi that's a platform for that i use for business a lot it's really user friendly for anyone out there who's scared to like do website development or right. create, like landing pages pages and stuff. It's a really great app for that. Um, and so I have a lot of my business stuff on there.
0: Nice. Kajabi. That is an incredible tool. That tool has evolved and gotten better and better uh, with the years. Yeah. Uh, if you could sit down and chop it up with a steak dinner with anyone, who would you want to sit down with? Ooh, a
1: steak dinner. Oh my God. There's so many people. I William Shakespeare. First of oh, all, if I could bring him back from the dang, dead, I'm a, go. I'm a huge nerd, a literary nerd. That would be cool.
0: Wow. Talk about someone that uh, their words have transformed and lived on for so many many. generations and men and many generations. Oh, there goes down the keyboard. He said, hey, there's that's that's a a sign uh, of the new modern uh, era. He said, you got to write this stuff out. And it will live generations, my brother. Uh,
1: All of his topics are still valuable lessons today, and that's just such a crazy thing to have accomplished. So.
0: Right, as a storyteller, as a as a, you know, essentially content marketer, you know, uh, at the highest level, it's di- so different now. But um, the greatest storytellers today are content marketers, right? Like a lot of yeah. them are they're content marketing. They're constantly telling their story. They're constantly telling their client story. They're know these TikTokers and there's all different types of ways to tell stories but people do it now and that and uh, it, uh it's just incredible because some of these stories will never live the amount of time as someone like that really wrote this uh, um thoughtful creative story and i'm always curious wh- who's writing these today Who, who's the shakespeare of today uh,
1: manuel <laughs> oh yeah
0: absolutely i love him too. absolutely that's probably one of them Paulo Coelho, uh, The Alchemist. Uh, yeah, I think that's the, the Four Agreements is one of the greatest books uh, oh, out there. So one good. Of the, one of the greatest books people can read. I got them on my fridge and I uh, constantly have to remind myself of those. Especially be, be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. That is a tough one at all times. I, I the promise. funniest
1: part about the Four Agreements is that they're each so simple, but simple doesn't mean easy. Right. right? It's like,
0: hey, I got the best diet plan in the world for you guys. Chicken and broccoli for the rest of your life. Let's go and water. Uh, but to do that, to do that consistently for the rest of your life, it's going to be very hard, right? And, uh, and it's the same idea as, as many of these principles that to show up and to do these things uh, are very hard, but that's part of life. And that's part of the joy of it. Is there a book that has changed your life? Uh, something that you oh. either reread or are you just can six years soul? There's so
1: many good books out there. Um, one know. of my favorites is- is by my friend, Thomas Keenan. It's called Unfuck Your Business. Ooh, Um,
0: tell us about that one. That's an interesting topic and the interesting title.
1: Any business owner (laughs) should own this book. It's about finding your core values inside of your business and then living and breathing them throughout the life of the business. It really makes your entire business structure cohesive. It brings a part of you into the brand, which is amazing. And it just kind of uh, it just makes everything come together in a big beautiful bow. So anyone out there who owns a business should read that for sure. And does he have an audio book as well? He does.
0: Bam! Let's go onto the Audible list. And of
1: course, my book, Pivot and Slay. Pivot and Slay. That one. Talk about that. Talk about the.
0: Yeah. Talk about the book. How how did? uh, How was the process of writing that?
1: Oh, I loved it. I always wanted to write a book growing up. So this was like a dream come true for me. And I just, I just kind of let it flow out of me. It's really Pivot and Slay is about my story, how I've been pivoting my whole life and making purposeful turns Mm -hmm. to overcome all the hurdles that life has thrown my way and how I continue to slay despite all of the hurdles. And I give you actionable items and actionable ways to do the same thing in your life. Um and it became a number one bestseller on Amazon the day it was launched, which is pretty amazing. Damn, let's and go. I recorded the audio book a month ago. So that'll be coming out soon too. So wow. very exciting.
0: Was that fun the process of recording it? Was it uh, was it time cumbersome? How did that take?
1: You know what the funniest part about it was it didn't it's not that it took long. Um mm-hmm. but I I just launched that book on May 4th of this past year. So not too long ago. It no, not too long ago. And even since then, I have gone through so much personal development and expansion. Right. I can see the shift in who I was versus who I am right now, even mm. though I have only just wrote it, you know, eight months ago. So wow. it's a beautiful it was a beautiful thing to read the audiobook. I'm glad that I waited and did it because and, and didn't do it right away because I got right. to read the whole thing. It was a fun experience.
0: You could probably give a better, even better mindset with having that time to absorb it. And then now, now deliver the audio.
1: Yeah, like Gary, it's, v, it's, Gary
0: V.'s audio book is kind of completely different than his book, you know?
1: Yeah. It's it's funny because I just, it's it shows my authentic self because I've even since that launch date have continuous, continuously pivoted along my journey as a business coach and in my businesses because Nothing stays the same guys. Like as long as you're in business, you will have to keep avoiding hurdles and coming up with solutions to new problems and developing yourself so that you stay up to par with your competitors. It's like Mm. constant evolution and just rereading the book in such a short time from when I wrote it and seeing how much I've developed since then. I think it's just a testament to this works. Like if you live and breathe this life, it will work for you and you'll be successful. Let's
0: go. Let's go. Uh, so where is the best place if someone is gravitated and wants to, uh, start pivoting and slaying in their life, where's the best place for them to, uh, to learn more about the business,
1: go to pivotandslay.com. You can apply for my coaching program there. My, my social media uh, handles are on there. You can Got get you. resources from there. Everything you need is on pivotandslay.com, including the book.
0: I love it. I always say to my entrepreneurs, uh, we're still always in the infancy. Your business is incredible, uh, but more and more people need to be exposed and uh, and I always say have a good coach in your corner uh, to take you to that next step. and uh, and, and most importantly for you, I could see you even getting you know bigger and bigger opportunities speaking uh, books, et cetera, down the road, podcasts uh, uh, down the road, et cetera because uh, like you said, you enjoy it. it. it just comes out in your energy. so I always wish you a world of abundance because uh, the world is full. Of abundance and uh, anything you want to do, folks. You can do it. My friend is showing you we can do it. So take advantage of that pivotandslay.com. Folks, you've been hanging out with Miss Jessica Dennehy and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What's another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the Be Real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at I love podcast that's I l u v Podcasts.com. do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does they don't care and these folks care and I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts. And they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. That's I L-U-V podcast.com. Let's go.